biographies from William and Rita, who had been the head boy and head girl. What a fine thing it would be to get Kerry Dane's autograph as well. It would be another treasured signature to add to her collection. We won't be long, Daddy, she said quickly, as she helped her father stack the rest of her belongings back on the trolley. Now, just a minute, her father protested. I can't have you missing the train, you know. I'm not sure I can allow... Oh, please, Daddy, she begged. I'll never, ever get a chance like this again. We won't miss the train, I promise. We've got half an hour. She turned and appealed to her friends for support. We wouldn't dream of missing the train, would we? Certainly not, agreed Joan. I absolutely couldn't bear to miss it, vowed Elizabeth. It was the simple truth. She had been looking forward for days to the train journey back to Whiteley's school. There would be lots of people she knew on board and some new pupils as well. It was always very exciting and she was going up a form. She was going into the second form. There would be an election for a new head boy and head girl as soon as they got back to school and second formers were allowed to vote in it. I'll make sure we're all back in good time. Platform 14, isn't it, sir? said Julian, sounding his most grown-up. The cinema's just through the archway over there, bang next door to the station. And Joan's a monitor, so she'll make sure too, pleaded Elizabeth. She noticed that the other two had sensibly retained their raincoats when getting their luggage put on the train. I'll even wear my Mac if you like, Daddy, so my school uniform doesn't get wet. Very well, relented her father. He knew how much Elizabeth hated wearing her old Mac. He fished it out of a carrier bag and handed it to her. I'll get your luggage put on the train and meet you by the ticket barrier in 15 minutes then. Oh, thank you, Daddy. The three friends raced out of the station and over to the cinema. Although it was early in the day, queues had already formed. The cinema illuminations shone down on the rainy pavements. Zara's Journey, they signalled brightly, starring Kerry Dane. And there was the notice that Julian had spotted earlier. Announcement. We are pleased to announce a surprise visit from Miss Kerry Dane. She will be here to speak to the queues and sign autographs between 10am and 10.15am today. The notice stood at the cinema's main entrance in front of the big glass doors. A policeman and a commissionaire in a bright red uniform were keeping the entrance clear. If you wish to see Miss Dane, please take your places in the cinema queue. Otherwise, pass along, the doorman was saying. Miss Dane's car will be arriving at any moment. Excitedly, Elizabeth linked arms with her two friends. Her autograph book was safely stowed in her raincoat pocket. You didn't imagine it then, Julian, she said. Isn't it sporting of her to want to come and speak to the queues on a horrid, wet morning like this? She pops up at cinemas a lot, ventured Joan. I've read about it in the papers. She says she really likes to meet her fans. It's all good publicity, I suppose, grinned Julian. It's clever not to announce it in advance, so she doesn't have to cope with a big crowd each time. I can't wait to see my cousin Patrick's face when I pull out Kerry Dane's autograph. I shall sell it to him for a tidy sum. He's been raving about her film all holidays. Where should we stand and wait? said Joan anxiously. We're not allowed to hang around outside. We'll get moved on.
In the queue, of course, replied Julian. We'll pretend we're waiting to go into the film like everybody else. The shortest queue was the one for the most expensive seats. It was sheltered from the rain by an awning. With Julian whistling nonchalantly, the three friends tagged on the back of it. I feel a bit guilty, whispered Joan. It's only for a few moments, Elizabeth pointed out. It must be nearly ten o'clock now. As a matter of fact, said Julian, glancing at his watch and then at the road, it's five past, and no sign of her car yet. If she's only staying till quarter past, she'd better buck up. But Elizabeth wasn't listening. Look, Joan, she was exclaiming, do you remember this bit? The two girls had turned to gaze at the slim showcase fixed to the wall behind them. It contained, behind glass, a selection of film stills that portrayed dramatic...